filler in business books and audiobooks takes up time that you don't have. You're here because you want the golden nuggets from each book without all the BS. The more you learn, the more power you have to affect the world around you. This is the Cut the Crap Podcast. Never read a book again. And here's your host, Ryan Caligiuri. What's going on? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Cut the Crap Podcast, where I make sure you never have to read a book again. Bold promise, I know. How do I do that? Every single week, myself, I read a business book every week. And what I do is I take notes on it. I take notes so that I don't have to go back and reread it all the time to remember certain concepts, certain ideas that I took from it. So those I'm just calling golden nuggets. And every single week, I share the core golden nuggets from each book. What I also do is I like to complement it with the mind map because something I've been doing for many years now, just again, so I don't have to go back and reread the book or go back and reread the highlights that I've made and the notes that I've made in each book is... I've taken the core golden nuggets from each book and created a mind map of it. It's so much easier for me to create a mind map and put it away in a file folder. So if I ever want to go back and reference a book, I don't need to go back and read the book again. All I need to do is pull up the mind map sheet, look at the golden nuggets, reread it, and it's there for me already. So it's a great resource that I use week after week. It's a resource that I want to share with you as well too. If I'm using it myself, may as well put it out there for you guys to use as well too. So if you want that, go to cutthecrappodcast.com. Sign up for the mind maps yourself and uh, I'll be sending that to you every single week. Nice and easy. So before I get into the book this week, I just want to share some really cool good news with y'all. With y'all, just country boy over here. So I just want to share some good news with you guys. It's um, I got a nice notification on my phone that uh, the podcast uh, has done really, really well in the first few weeks that it's up. I think this is, what, week eight that um, Cut the Crap podcast has been out. And I've hit the new and newsworthy page on iTunes, which is awesome. And um, the podcast is moving up in terms of the, um, the top podcasts in business. I uh, cracked the top 100, which is a really huge accomplishment for uh, a podcast early on in its infancy. So uh, again, we're just starting off here and there's a lot more to do. And uh, again, as we move forward, this podcast will continuously evolve. I'm going to find new ways just to continuously add value to you guys. All right. So enough chit chat. Let's get right into it. So the book we're focusing on today is called The One Minute Manager, and apparently it's the all-time number one bestseller on managing your work and your life, and it's the world's most popular management method. They were saying that out of the many Fortune 500 companies and small businesses, there's millions of managers who are using this technique, and the techniques that I'll share with you later on in the podcast are used to increase productivity, increase job satisfaction, and increase personal prosperity. And these are all very real results that were achieved through learning the management techniques in the One Minute Manager. Pretty cool. Obviously, if you're making these grandiose claims, I have to read this book. And I got to say, I wasn't disappointed. Great book overall and a very short read. It's not that long, but there's some really, really good golden nuggets in here that I think you're going to find very valuable, especially, you know, if you lead a team, if you manage people, or quite frankly, if you just want to be proactive in your organization, there's a lot of really great things here that I think you can utilize, you know, starting today. So enough talking about it. Let's crack into it. The one minute manager, golden nugget number one, how to set effective one minute goals. 
So again, this book is told more like a story where this guy goes out and he meets a number of different managers, but he finds this one manager that has a method to management that really resonates with him. So when he meets this one minute manager, he shares his secrets with him. Well, there's three secrets that he shares with them. And this is the first one. So how to set effective goals. Well, the first secret is obviously, you know, you have to get people truly excited about the work by making it clear what's expected of them. Make clear their goals. So the key here is to first agree on at most, at most six goals for that individual. So for each of your goals, what you want to do is you want to have it written on a separate piece of paper. You don't have to make it too detailed. Keep it fairly brief so it's easy to read through. So going through it step by step to set your one minute goals, you have to first agree on what the goals are. And usually that's done in collaboration with the manager and the employee. Next, you want to see what good behavior looks like. So what does good behavior look like? I mean, that's all in the eye of the beholder. Good behavior essentially looks like what? Set the standard and follow that standard consistently. Next, what you need to do is you need to write out each of your goals on a single sheet of paper using less than 250 words. So if you have five goals, you have five sheets of paper and no more than 250 words on each piece of paper. What you want to do is you want to read and reread each goal, which requires only about a minute or so each time you do it. When you read it, also take a minute every once in a while out of your day to look at your performance. See whether your behavior matches your goal. So if your goal says, you know, I have to increase sales by 5%, what's your behavior? Are you making calls every single day? Are you making calls every single week? What are the results like? Are you not getting the results that you want? Are you not getting leads in your pipeline? If you're not getting leads in your pipeline, then you need to change your behavior. Maybe instead of doing one call every single week, uh, or sorry, one hour of calls every single week, maybe what you need to do is do two hours every single day. Change your behavior if you're not hitting your goals. And that's the, the reason why you have to look at your behavior here. Now, one minute goal setting works because we like to know how we're doing. And if we're doing well, we feel good. So it's funny, in the book, the one-minute manager has a plaque on his wall which reads, take a minute, look at your goals, look at your performance, see if your behavior matches your goals. Very simple, but incredibly effective. So if you're a manager, a team leader, or you know, if you yourself just want to set effective goals, there's a great way to do it. Again, maximum of six goals, no more than 250 words each. Every day, you know, you want to make sure you read and reread your goals. Make sure that you're aware of them and you know exactly what they are off by heart. Look at your behavior. How are you acting? You know, are, is your behavior going to get you the results you need? It's a fantastic method. And again, this is something that you can do with every single one of your employees. That way, they know exactly what they need to do to drive forward. Now, there's a really cool analogy that was shared in the book that really ties itself well to this golden nugget. And it's about bowling. Now, the reference of bowling, you know, you might not make sense of it all of a sudden, but it was a story being told that when he watched his employees bowling after work, they got so excited when they threw the ball. It traveled down the lane, smashed the pins. They got a strike. It was awesome. People are cheering. They're screaming. And he thought to himself, why don't people act that way at work? And it's because they don't have goals. They're not trying to strike anything down. The pins are your goals. And those are the things that you're trying to knock down. You're trying to achieve. And if you achieve your goals, you're going to be cheering like you just got a strike. 
you know, if you expect your employees to really be successful and you don't set them up with goals, I mean, what are they shooting for? They're shooting a ball down an empty lane. You're not going to get anybody excited about that. In fact, you're going to get people really bored after a while because they're going to say, what's the point? I'm just throwing a ball down an alley and it's going down an empty, um, down a hole. What does it matter? What am I here for? And you don't get people jacked up. Getting your employees jacked up, getting them excited, getting them activated. You want to set goals for them. Great golden nugget here. And I highly recommend all of you do that with your employees or your team. Do it yourself. It's an awesome one that's going to change your performance, change your mindset. It's awesome. Golden nugget number two, how to deliver one-minute praise. So the second secret to the one-minute manager is in efficiently giving praise and helping people reach their full potential by catching them doing something right as opposed to doing something wrong. It's a little shift in the mind there. People who feel good about themselves produce good results. It's just that simple. So it's really important that your staff know they should reread their goals frequently so they know their performance matches their expectations. And it's also helpful if they provide detailed records or reports that help the managers or their team know how they're progressing so it doesn't seem like the manager's breathing down their neck. But instead what this does is it opens the door to catching them doing something right. Again, it's a little bit of a shift. Oftentimes people feel that, you know, they have to do reports and they have to let people know what they're doing so that the other or so the manager or their team knows they're not doing anything wrong. It's a shift that says it's helping them be on the lookout for doing something right. So again, what this does is it allows the one minute manager to deliver one minute praise, which provides immediate and specific positive feedback on the actions that are being undertaken by that individual. So going through it step by step to deliver one minute praise efficiently, what you need to do is you need to tell people up front that you're going to let them know how they're doing. And again, this is how you can approach getting those, you know, progressive weekly updates. You know, how are things going? People know what's expected of them. So what you do next is you praise people immediately when they're doing something right and be specific about it. Tell people how good you feel about what they did right and how it helps the organization and the other people who work with them. Now, after you've delivered the praise, what you want to do is you want to stop. Just stop for a moment, give that moment some silence, and let them feel how good you feel. Next, encourage them to do more of the same. And finally, shake hands, you know, give them a pat on the shoulder, let them know that it's clear that you support their success in the organization. Now, the one-minute praise technique is really great for continuous motivation of employees. Now, it's really, really rare to find someone who can know how to do everything great from day to day. You have to put some effort into training. So the key to training someone to do a new task is in the beginning to catch them doing something approximately right until they can eventually learn to do it exactly right. Praise gets them moving in the right direction. Now, if that last point isn't very clear, we'll use a story to help make that clear. So if you go to SeaWorld, for example, and you see Shamu jump over that, uh, I don't know what it is, uh, a big hoop. Maybe it jumps through a hoop. I've never been to SeaWorld before, so I'm just guessing here. But if you see the whale jumping through a hoop or jumping over a line and you see it flying through the air, you think that the whale trainer just got Shamu to do that all of a sudden? No, of course not. It all started underwater where every single time Shamu would swim over top the line, Shamu would get a treat. 
So again, you're not expecting Shamu to jump through hoops all of a sudden, you know, jump 10 feet in the air through a hoop. No, no, no. You start slow and you give them praise for doing things right, approximately right. And then when you give them praise, you have higher expectations, not higher expectations are getting them to jump through hoops, but just slightly higher. And then you give them praise again. You know, Shamu swims over that line. It's a little bit higher. Give them a treat. Great. Move that line a little higher. Shamu swims over that line. Great. Give them another treat. Again, line higher, line higher, treat, treat, treat. Is that when you're trying to bring employees up, when you're trying to motivate them, when you're trying to encourage them to do better, to get really good in what they're trying to do there, to meet your expectations, you have to give them praise. And you have to do so consistently. And again, you also have to raise your expectations of them and let them know that your expectations are being raised of them. The power of praise cannot be understated. Organizations that praise their employees more or organizations that are going to have motivated employees, people that give a damn about their work and want to go into work and want to work harder because they want that praise. It makes them feel good. So you know what? Start giving praise. If you're not used to it, get used to it. It's going to help you. It's going to help the organization. It's going to help the bottom line. All right, and finally, golden nugget number three, how to give the one-minute reprimand. So the third secret to the one-minute manager is with effective reprimanding. So one of the top motivators of people is feedback on results. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. If a person has the skills to do something right and it's not done right, you, as the manager, as the team leader, you need to provide a one-minute reprimand. Now, the important thing to remember here is that the reprimand needs to be made with direct focus on the behavior and not on the person. And you need to be sure to express your concern that it's not up to the staff member's usual high standards. Now, after the reprimand, you, as the manager, the team leader, you need to remind the person how much they're valued. Again, it's not so much about breaking them down as it is building them up. Let them know in a constructive manner that their current behavior isn't up to expectations and need to change. So how do we do that? Step by step. First, you have to tell people beforehand that you're going to be doing it to let them know how they're doing. Again, it's just expectations. Ensure that they know that this is coming. Very similar to how you give them praise. The exact same as when you reprimand them. So the first half of the reprimand you have to reprimand them immediately. And again, remember, you reprimand the behavior, not the person. Not the person or their worth. So tell people what they did wrong and be very specific. Tell them how you feel about what they did wrong. And then after you do that, like you did with the praise, stop for a few seconds. Those few seconds of uncomfortable silence will give them a chance to feel how you feel. The second step to the reprimand, shake hands with them or touch them in a way that lets them know you're honestly on their side. You know, shake hands, touch them on the shoulder, you know, do whatever is appropriate for that employee. Um, again, you know, it all depends on rapport and how well you know the employee. But when you do that, remind them how much you value them. Reaffirm to them that you think well of them, but not of their current performance with this specific situation. And realize that once the reprimand's over, it's over. Go back to your daily work. Don't hold a grudge. You know, don't hold anything against them. You've given the reprimand. It's their opportunity now to turn that into a positive. Now, the one-minute reprimand works because it's the fairest form of feedback for correcting below-par performance. 
Now, because the goals have been set already and the expectations are so transparent, the person will usually see when the reprimand is fair. And because of that, you as the manager, the team leader, you're respected because you've spoken the simple truth. It's just that simple. And again, as the reprimand is quick and focused on specific action, not the person themselves, there's less bad feelings associated to it. So when the encounter is over, it always ends on a good note and can be soon forgotten or even made light of. I mean, again, not everybody's perfect. People are going to make mistakes. There's going to be slip ups. But you as a manager or team leader, it's your responsibility to let people know. You can't just let people do what they do and allow their weaknesses to persist. It doesn't do them any favors. It doesn't do you any favors. It doesn't do the organization any favors. So giving them praise, again, it's very important, but also reprimanding people is very important. And everybody at some point in time will need to be reprimanded. And it's such a very, it's such a strong word reprimand, and we have such negative connotations to it. Use this technique in a positive manner like I shared, and you know what? It'll help clear some things up. It'll help keep the team or specific individuals more focused on the things they need to do, the behaviors they need to have in order to be successful. And there we have it. The one minute manager, the world's most popular management method and the all time number one bestseller on managing your work and your life. Like I said, Really solid read, a short read, only a few golden nuggets taken from it, but really quality golden nuggets. I'm going to be putting these things to practice in my workplace immediately, immediately, because they're so easy to do and they're so effective. So in a nutshell, great managers, great team leads can manage their people effectively and efficiently in a way that improves the company's performance and the development of the employee using these three management approaches, how to set appropriate goals, how to give praise and how to reprimand employees in a really effective, efficient manner. That's the one minute manager wrapped up in a nutshell. Again, really solid read. I really, really enjoyed this book and I hope you enjoyed it as well too. And I hope you can put some of these things into uh, practice for yourself. So there you have it. Another week, another book under your belt, just that simple. Tune in every single week to Cut the Crap Podcast and you'll get your business book in immediately. I mean, what was that? This podcast is going to be a shorter one too. 20 minutes and you got the core golden nuggets from a book. Done. Nice and easy. So if you guys can do me a favor, subscribe to this. Be sure to tell your friends, your coworkers, your peers. Let them know that a resource exists out there that will help them get the core golden nuggets from each book without having to put in all the investment of reading. I mean, on average, what they say, it takes an average of 10 to 15 hours to read a book. And most audiobooks are on average 8 to 12 hours. So if you're looking at that from that perspective, you can condense all that down to about 20 minutes. Way more efficient for you. And I'll be here week after week giving you guys a brand new book. So until next week, I'll be back with a brand new book. You guys have a fantastic week. We'll see you then.